Creations. We're back again. It's been a minute. Um, it's good to be here. Yes, yeah. it is. How I'm actually chilling this time. Yeah, super chilling. We're on the couch right now playing FIFA, as a matter of fact. Uh, just trying to just trying to go with the more laid-back approach like this show is always destined to be, like, you know, backyard mm-hmm. conversation style. Yeah, next thing we take the couch into the backyard, <laughs> and then we'll do that there. That sounds like it. That sounds like it. Um, I know a lot has happened since we recorded an episode. There's so much crazy going on in the world right now. It's like you can't even catch your breath. And from, you know, back home, having someone being stoned to death on account of blasphemy to all the shooting, um, you know, racial crimes, basically, and mm-hmm. targeted, you know, shooting and of minorities and also the for some some reason unsolvable uh, crisis of handguns and semi-automatic rifles in the U.S. Mm, yeah, for real. That's really crazy, especially the most, uh, or I guess it's not the most recent shooting, but probably one of the most shocking ones, you know, when they're shooting kids. Yeah, um, Sandy Hook all over again. Yeah, that's, that's just crazy, like, if you've lost a plot, and like, if anything, that should be a wake-up call to these people and the politicians out there to be like, okay, we need to do something about this, right? Yeah. I was watching a video out there on YouTube that was talking about, you know, when they had, I think they had one shooting in the island um, way back. Right, and then they've never had another one since then because immediately that happened. Literally the next day, they went into making laws to to ban, you know, yeah. handguns and weapon and weapons and those kind of things, right? And then it was all taken care of. Same thing as though I think uh, New Zealand had an issue too, where there was one shooting and they fixed it right away. Yeah, but in America is a different situation where it's like it's happening all the time every single year and no one is you know you have the 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 gun people lobbying the government right and now people are arguing there's a amendment you know freedom you know freedom to own these weapons and etc etc hoping that one day you know on edge that one day the government's gonna rise up against them and they're gonna need to defend themselves let me tell you one thing bro if the government rises up against you trust me your hand weapons or guns are not gonna save you like they have jets Tell me what you're going to do when they drop a missile in your home. Like, you're going to be shooting up at the jet? Nah. So let's be real. Like, that's not a realistic approach. Yeah, um, that just takes me back to how we talked about how inherently evil people are. Because it's, 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 very, it's very easy to look at this situation and be like, oh my goodness, people are getting killed. How do we solve this? This is the only country in the entire planet where this mass shootings happen as frequently as possible, as, as we've seen, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like they make it seem like it's rocket science, and it's like no, it's 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 what's behind it. It's the lobbying. It's making sure that you don't even have to get a medical evaluation. You don't have to get like a background check. You don't need all that stuff to get an assault rifle in the U.S. Right? It's the little things. Um, exactly. It's like anyone can literally, especially like you know, in um, gun shows, right? Like gun shows where private sellers go there and sell. Literally anyone can go buy a gun, right? Get a gun go the next day to school it's crazy because like last time when I, last year when i went to um sacramento i was like because you're going into walmart and there's guns there right? i'm like and next door there's like a school just literally but i'm like you can literally go into walmart get yourself a gun yep go to the school and shoot it up that's how easy it is it's just unfortunate you know like we need to start this episode on a downer but talking about the 
a religious crime that happened in in northern Nigeria as well. Yeah, it was, it was a heartbreaker. Like, you know, it, it goes back to people being inherently evil for the most part. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like taking things a bit too seriously, like religious extremism. Like, why someone made one comment, all of a sudden decided, oh, you're gonna be God, and you know, right. down your judgment on this person. Like, who are you? Like, you know, that doesn't make any sense to think that okay, I'm coming. Someone, someone said something that I consider blasphemous. It's not even blasphemous. Like, what did she even say? She's just an opinion. Like, you know, let's keep out the religious stuff from the conversation or mm. from the classroom or whatever it was that she said. And all of a sudden, you're thinking to yourself, right, I need to be the hand of God. Like, I, I, you know, not to be whatever, but I mean, I think God can speak for himself, right? Like, he can handle those. If he, if he wanted to die, like, I'm pretty sure I can just strike it down with lightning or something like that. Like, why... You know, take it upon yourself to exact your own punishment. Like, you know, like humanity first, man. All this religious nonsense sometimes is annoying because, like, you get a lot of people that are so religious, but then they have no morality, right? So what's the point? And and they usually back it up by talking about even more religious stuff, right? And when things like this happen, my my usual knee jerk reaction is obviously anger. Mm. And next is how do we stop things like this from happening again? How do we educate people to a point where they realize that, look, man, you do not have authority to exact this kind of judgment, this kind of brutal judgment, you know, on a fellow person? How yeah, do we how do um, we solve this kind of scenario? Honestly, uh, it's it's hard to say because even because it's crazy. Like even the people that are committing these heinous crimes, you know, coming on here and you know passing on their judgment, they're not perfect in their own self as well, you know. Um, they're committing so-called sins in quotes all the time. So mm. why not, you know, exactly. enact judgment on yourself then if you're going to do this on someone else. This is also, this is, part of it is, you know, religious extremism, right? Yeah. Part of it is this toxic patriarchal society that we're in as well, mm-hmm. right? And part of it is just um, misogynism, right? Just a hate for, just misogynist hate for women because at the end of the day that was a woman that was saying that they thought okay we can. I mean, if it was a man i'm pretty sure that you know the conversation would be different i don't i don't think it would have ended up that way if um the person that made those comments in the whatsapp group was was a yeah, man i right. think it would definitely be a different situation but that's a bunch of things you know cross-sectional things mixed into each other as well right that's quite true um but, but where, where do we start in, in terms of educating people, in terms of going forward? Where, where, would, where would you say is a good place to start to try and reduce or eliminate completely things like this? I mean, it's hard. I like to say education is, you it's know, key, right? sort of the best way. But in a lot of places like, you know, northern Nigeria, for example, right, they deliberately, you know, kept, you know, not educated so they can control them, right? So it's like, yeah. what do you do, right? You have to get education out. Yeah. Um, well, it's one of the uh, the more terrible things that happened um, in recent weeks. And I guess it's, it's not a bad time now to pivot away from darkness and depression to a little bit milder news in, in terms of like in, in Canada, for example, uh, interest rates, real estate market, and that's still some dark news, you know. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> it's that dark, right? Yeah, so, and, and and that's that's the the low bar we set for ourselves, right? With uh, all these things. I'm happening. just thinking, like you know, your money is you know going to crap in the stock market. 
any savings you have, you know, it's losing value. You know, it's it's a downer. I don't know. Yes, I feel like we just talk about the stock market right after we talk about <laughs> real estate. But what's happening in, in in Canada, for example, it's it's um. Do you think it's an opportunity for first time home buyers to get into the market and look at something they like? I mean, what do you mean by opportunity? Because right now, yes, interest rates are going up. So it's more expensive, actually, to borrow to, money. To borrow money. To buy a home. And it's not like the price of homes are coming down. Yes, It's not crashing, but it's sale, just dropping down, yeah. It's mellowing a little bit, but it's still higher than it was, you know, a right. couple years ago. Oh, significantly. And, and um, you know, the insurance rates are, sorry, not insurance rates, but interest rates are high. Yeah. But home sales are, are lower as well. True. So we're saying doesn't mean that people can afford it because like everything else is going you know getting up there it's true. so even, they're spending more on different of, things of construction too uh do you see a lot of developments coming because i feel like i mean there will be because like i mean the government's you know taking some steps and investing money into you know building homes accelerating the home plans and whatnot right yeah so there will be some homes but the question is are we going to be able to buy it are we going to be able to afford it because you know, right now interest rates are high other than that as well you know everything is getting expensive can we save to get that down payment, you know, out there as well. Yeah, right? and, and sales are down. Like last I looked last month, I think sales are down about twenty percent, something like that. You know. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely gonna impact how, how you know the level so, of difficulty it is to get into into the market. Yeah, and people also, we we definitely need that new home um, programs that they're doing because obviously, with homes not selling as much as they used to. Um, or the prices they used to people are also holding onto their homes, right? True. And not selling it. So nobody wants to, nobody wants to sell low, right? It's a terrible exactly. terrible seller's market and it's a terrible buyer's market. So it's it's a it's a lose lose right now for um for a lot of people, right? Exactly. Interesting. And it's yeah, it's one of those things like you never know when's the right time to buy, when's the right time to sell. We don't know how the government policy is gonna affect the future markets too, right? It might make it I don't think, in in my opinion, I don't think it's going to affect the pricing. I don't think it's going to drop down pricing, but it might just make it easier for you to purchase a home. So in terms of like saving um, or getting access to funding to buy a home, it might make it easier, right? But in terms of the pricing, I don't think it's going to drive down the pricing. What do you mean Which by it's going to make it easier to save? Well, there's, there's um, I haven't looked you know, too deeply into it, but there's some um, programs that I plan on launching that, you know, it helps you save like interest free and stuff like that like oh, yeah, tax like free the tfsa the new tax free uh, savings uh um account that has i think it's a maximum of 40k per year or something like that yeah things like that just programs like that like you know how they introduced back in the day they introduced where you can take out money from your rsp stuff right. like they introduced some more things like that where it's easy you can you know save up money um buy a home um, who knows maybe they might require less of a down payment in the future um yeah i don't know we'll see how it all turns out and now there's a there's a freeze on, you know, foreign buyers, right? Like, yeah. for the next, uh, I think it's two years. So, to see how all of that will affect the market, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how everything plays out, especially, you know, um, with first-time home buyers in mind, you know. It's, um, it's, it's pretty um, strength times, really, right now for everyone. Mm. Let's take it to the to the stock market like we like we talked about. You really want to um, take it there? I, I feel like it's inevitable, right? Um, we should still talk about it. It's been a lot of red in the past few months. We've seen 
what made most people have been calling like a market correction since post COVID, right? And so it makes me wonder if you're still optimistic, especially with some very interesting stock picks that, you know, were like very unique during COVID. I wouldn't point to like tech stocks, obviously, um, you know, stocks like Nvidia, as a matter of fact, um, which I know you like, are you optimistic about I mean, eventually it will uh, go up, but the question is, are you going to play the long game? Are we talking five years? Are we talking 10? Eventually it goes up, right? Like, but with inflation catch up to that price, you know, other things to consider as well. Like, I mean, we're, I think we're sort of out of the short term gains right now. Yeah. Right. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Especially with tech stocks. I think I'm a little bit optimistic because I know tech isn't going anywhere right demand for cloud demand for for um you know electronics chips those things are always going to be there because they're already a part of our our you know existence society and our development uh as a people so i'm really looking forward to how it plays out in the next few years however um uh, i'm not you know basically i'm i'm optimistic pretty much yeah, I mean, let's see how it goes because I need to get some money. Because like right now, <laughs> I haven't checked my stocks in a minute because I don't even want to look at it. Yeah, right? it's one of those things, right? You just don't want to open it, man. It's like that's why in the market you have to, you know, know when to get out sometimes. Yeah, as a staying. But I mean, I already predict everything, right? So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it, actually. Yeah, but what's uh what's going on in Nigeria now though with the elections coming? Oh my goodness. Coming up. Uh, I heard they've been showing fake dollars. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> there's the, 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 you know, all buying of delegates and stuff. Mm. Um, and so there's been a good amount of uh, the typical buying of votes and and trying to trying to swindle their way around elections. Mm. You. So let me ask you this: Do you have do you have hope in the country? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, an answer I'll have is not going to be a yes/no answer because I literally had some thought yesterday about how we are so caught up in the elections as a people. It's one of those things that we have almost um, I wonder what the word is. What's the word? So basically, we've normalized the current status quo. So if if you're caught up in elections, you're keeping yeah. up with it right now. You're like talking about who's going to win, who's going to do this and that. You're already in the system because it's already a hopeless dynamic however you're stuck in there and you're caught up with whatever it is they want you to talk about in terms of who's voting for who because no there's no way this whole election thing is gonna end on a good note it's just gonna be a case of lesser lesser evil at best right at best so i mean is there anything as a lesser evil in the current candidates that we're seeing right now i mean it just might be and that's that's what i said at best right it doesn't get any better than that doesn't get any better than lesser evil so everything that everyone is caught up in talking about delegates talking about election talking about candidates it's all part of the game already and it's already rigged so there's it's just i guess in a nutshell it sounds like it's a hopeless situation and i think that's what it is right now from my perspective because whoever goes in is going to be another easy minimum four years max eight and what's the guarantee that it's not going to be eight years of just absolute crap you know, absolute crap. You see how how far the Nair has fallen. You know, competing, trying to compete. Not even competing. How far it has fallen against foreign currencies. 
is it's it's looking like the, the Zimbabwe dollar curse <laughs> is about to is about to hit home, right? So uh, it's unfortunate. It's t- things keep getting worse. It's really really hard to be optimistic in Africa. Yeah, and it looks like the powers you know that will come in. Uh, you know, people have already seen work before, and you know they haven't really done much. No, they really so haven't. So they're coming in now. I want to say that oh maybe someone might come in and change the way they were before, but that's highly unlikely. Very unlikely. And it's yeah, crazy because this change. is a cycle that we're living in. It's just the same people over the same people have been in charge of this country since since forever. Like yep, since my parents were you know um were young. You know, Italian. it's like. The same people, like Atiku, for example, was a Basanjo's vice, a Basanjo fought in the Civil War. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's, um, like give it up. There are other people, you know. Yeah, it's. it's and they're out of touch. The thing is that once you're a certain, like, I feel like there should be an age limit to being able to run because once you get to a certain age, you're out of touch, right? Like I said, it's, it's a rigged game people are stuck in because all these things we're talking about, they, they sound really common sense, but no one is going to, you know, is going to want to listen and talk about how, yeah, the, the age is, is a factor and all that. Nobody cares. These people are still going to come into office. They'll do what they, what they do best, which is ruin everything they found, you know, already pre-existing, make things worse every way, shape or form. I know that sounds really, really dark, but that's usually what it is, right? So I'm not holding my breath. Um, sadly. Yeah, I mean, let's see how it goes. Let's see who, who gets his office. And the funny thing is that they are actually candidates, you know, that can make change, but oh yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. going to give them a chance, right? Like, you know, there's, a lot, there's a lot of talk about Peter B, you know, and um, I would really like for him to do well, you know, but we know how the country, we know how the thing goes. We know how these people are. So the, the chances of him... <laughs> the chances of, of him getting into office are slim to none, which is a sad thing to say. Especially but. now that, you know, he's no longer in a major um, political party as well. Right. It seems like only two parties can win in that country. So, yep. I don't know how that's going to look for everyone else. It's just, it's just the way it is. It's just sadly the way it is. Yeah. When is, how you are you thinking about life these days, like post-COVID? It seems like COVID is never around. I, I am honestly I'm thinking about even like going to events and them talking about how oh yeah you don't need to uh, screen for COVID before you come through I'm like okay like just like a couple of months ago like that was not even possible right mm. you had to have like tests on tests and you just you know what's crazy is the US the US is a wild place like I don't understand how the US they're like there's no mask mandates for flying planes or anything right now but if you're flying to the u.s you still have to do a covid test yeah like it's uh, like their logic in the u.s everything they do in the u.s uh, kind of defies all logic i i don't <laughs> understand i don't understand who's sitting down there and making these uh these rules like what are they considering well i mean i guess the argument could be made that if you're just to just since they already took off one one screen for um protection in terms of no mandatory mask at the airport mm. the least that they could do is put some other barrier somewhere so but they have covid is already inside the country so <laughs> what's the point of you know yeah fair let's tell people outside like what was the point of that especially it's like okay if you're coming from canada you can drive into the u.s that's fine you don't need a covid test yeah. but if you're gonna fly in 
You're gonna need a COVID test. That was, <laughs> that was an adult for me. Fair, fair. Maybe someone is still lobbying to make money off uh, of testing. That's what I think. But maybe there's always that, right? There's always a, a business incentive behind literally everything. Speaking of, you know, lobbying. You see how quickly during COVID all these new testing companies sprang out of nowhere? And some of them have their public information online. Did you see when the company was registered? It was like a couple of weeks ago, bro. A couple of, you know. It's like. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the business side of things. But it's, it's, it's inevitable. There's money to be made. There's always going to be somebody there, um, you know, making it. Exactly. Well, anyways. Uh see how all that goes in terms of um being outside the i, I like that it's getting warmer now but mm. my my issue with the weather has been like some of the gloomier rainy days i wish it would just be like sun for like a whole week yeah even now it's uh it's warm but it's not sunny so like the sun is even bright yeah it's a bit overcast eh? yeah that makes sense but we'll see how apparently you know vancouver here we're gonna be getting a wet summer we really don't yeah, apparently this is gonna be a cool summer or wet summer. So we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. But hopefully I won't be here. So you know, <laughs> you guys, catch you on the back here conversations from abroad. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting. Um, any any new show catch your eye lately? Because I know we talked about Severance on this show already. We talked about some really good stuff from especially Apple TV. Mm. The occasional. What's funny right now? There's so many of these uh, streaming services that actually have good shows because, like, even Paramount, like these places have. I don't remember which one I was watching from Paramount, but pretty good show. But I mean, there's a bunch, and I gotta say, like the two top tier show productions now yeah. has to be Apple and Disney. Disney's production quality is amazing. Like their TV shows. Yeah. They're putting money into that like the production quality in yeah. their tv shows is, is ridiculous like it looks like a like a hollywood movie right there's no difference between watching that show and watching all this like you know real high budget stuff i'm guessing right? you saw moon knight you've seen all of it right yeah, i've seen moon knight you know i started watching obi-wan um, i haven't started with obi-wan right now as well. I, really, I really like moon knight um it wasn't my favorite uh disney show though because i know loki to me was way better right mm. i really enjoyed loki and so I'm curious to see what they come up with next. Uh, but did you enjoy Moon Knight? Moon Knight was, it was okay. Um, I think season two would be better because I think they were trying to set up, you know, set set it up with the first season because it's not really a character that everyone's used to. Yeah. Right. So they're trying to set that up. So I think in season two, since they've done the whole setup now, it might be a better show in season two. So for me, it was just an average show. It wasn't like compelling or anything like that. Yeah. Right? It, was, it was an okay show. Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think, would be a better show than Moon Knight. Right? Yeah. Um, I think um, The Bad Batch is coming back soon on Disney, on Disney+. Plus. Um, there's a bunch of shows coming up as well, coming soon, right? Like, you know, I'm sure stars will start putting out their regular powers and, and co. Um, who's coming back on Apple? I'm not sure. Foundation maybe might come back. Hmm. That's something I'm looking forward to. This year? When it comes back. If when it comes back. Yeah. What about films though? I mean there's a lot of films, you know, coming right now. By the way, have you seen Venom? Flop. Not Venom, uh Morbius. I saw Morbius recently. Morbius. Um for me it was just meh. It wasn't as bad yeah, as it Flop. Was, eh. 
Yeah, but what I don't think the, it was the trailer f- was very misleading. Yeah, so what were you expecting? Better. Expecting better. Like, way more action, way more suspense. Better storyline, but, like, it just didn't make too much sense. Like, okay, you grew up with this guy, and then he's like, okay, let's fight with the villain, same powers. Anytime you make a villain with the same powers as the uh, protagonist, is always, like, it's never the good. Um, but that happened in Venom and Carnage. You're saying that film sucks, too? Yeah, that, it, the, the, it doesn't sell well. Like, it's the same thing when, like, you know, the Flash against other speedsters. Yeah. It's better to have something different. It just doesn't. So, you, you're saying the reason it worked with... But Black- it wasn't a great movie for me as well. It was just an okay movie. Well, it wasn't a great movie. Like, Spider-Man was a way better movie. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious now about your take with uh, T'Challa and Killmonger because even though they they're very different, um, but they had similar powers when they were fighting. But I'm thinking the reason you don't see a fault in that is because maybe they give us a good amount of backstory for Killmonger. Yeah, backstory, dialogue, and then there's also, you know, n- not really powers if that makes sense. Like you know, yeah, it's not like the you know flying. <laughs> and swinging off webs so it's like I it's see. a little bit different it's like it was it's like two people fighting you know two regular people fighting because you know so sort of like on the same strength level like you know things like that so yeah interesting i'm not i wouldn't see it that way you know that makes a lot of sense is there anyone you're looking forward to i haven't seen mission impossible i mean no not mission impossible top gun top gun yeah uh, i've heard so many good things about it oh yeah I mean, I'm not really looking forward to it, but I'm going to watch it, right? Like, it's not something I'm looking for. It'll be part of things that I watch. Um, there are some, some. I think maybe a few. I haven't seen Doctor Strange yet. Yes, me neither. I know it's coming to Disney Plus in a few weeks. I don't know if I'll wait that long. I, I still so, feel it might be a theater experience, or yeah. I could hold my theater experience for, uh, the, for Top Gun and or Mission Impossible. Cause I know mm. those those are gonna be a joy to watch in like IMAX, you know. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, but I definitely want to see that as well. I want to see um, Doctor Strange, but I don't know if I, I, don't, I honestly don't know if it's theater worthy. Now that I think about it, because not a lot of Marvel films are like theater worthy for me. It's just a lot of colors and and <laughs> action and just like explosions and it's like. Yeah, which is why I think this era of movies now is just like you know s- superhero all the time. There's yeah. like we don't have like movies with depth anymore which is one of the reasons why i really liked um what's the apple show again which is severance or what severance which is you know there's more depth to it but not yeah. they're not distracting us with any you flashy, know explosions and flashy colors yeah we're yeah. looking at the storyline and the deeper meaning behind all of these things right like the marvel tv shows are just all superhero they've got she Hulk coming out now yes. um there's you know not so much of depth in it that's that's what my issue is but i mean i started watching a few shows as well 61st street yeah you know shows the depth um 61st street is a mini you know black um, cast and this cast in chicago at the shy right yes. um streets of chicago interesting story going on i just finished a different show um true life story about you know baltimore um we own the city Pretty good. It's got uh, I always forget his name, but you know the dude that plays the Punisher in the in the Marvel one, the Netflix John, one. John Benthar. Yeah, John, so yeah. it has him playing one of the cops. Oh, nice. Basically, a story about corrupt police officers in Baltimore. These guys. These are all true stories, by the way. They're all in jail. Oh yeah. No, yeah. They're all in jail. Um, they were basically gangsters. Like they would rob drug dealers. 
you know, they would find drugs and keep like 80% of it <laughs> and tell the city that they found only, you know, 10 kilos. Meanwhile, it was like 100 kilos. They'll find money. They'll keep most of it, right? They're making fake videos to be like, oh, we found money, but they were keeping most of it. This other guy who was, the drugs he got, he would resell it. So he had a guy that would resell the drugs yeah. for him. Like, they had money, like, honestly. They were stealing, not only were they, they were doing everything possible. Not only were they even stealing drugs and money, they were even racking in fake bogus overtime hours with the city to get paid. <laughs> even, you know, like, you didn't even funny. need to do, you're already stealing so much money off the street. Like, you don't even need to do overtime money and steal the taxpayers' money. And this was all the, based on, like, actual These were true events, right? Yeah, these were all true events. So it's it's ridiculous. Like the depth that the cops corruption in Baltimore was yeah. crazy. Like even the mayor got you know uh, indicted, went to prison for you know <laughs> tax evasion and stuff like that later on. That is something. It's just yeah, it's crazy. And it's like they make a, they made an example of this police officer because it was a federal investigation. But I'm pretty sure there were more people involved, right? Because they can't just be doing that without the support, like. Of others, right? There were other people. They were just the ones that got caught and the ones that got made an example of, right? So, interesting. One, um, one more thing, film I think I'm looking forward to in the summer is Beast, the one with Yusselba. Oh yeah, when it comes out soon though, no? Pretty soon, I think. I honestly don't know a date, but I'm it's, just like it's, it looks to me like a remake of um I think it's called The Lion and the Ghost. I don't know if you know that movie. The yeah, dark, much. the darkness one, where it's like uh, I know what you're talking about. Another just, lion horror horror film. Yeah, where's the lions in Africa and yeah. there's this lion killing people and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that one. And it's very much, yeah, it's kind of, it reminds me of that movie. I think in that one there were two lions maybe and then one got killed and then, yeah, but that's what it reminds me of. It's um, smart lions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think they exaggerated the size of the lions to make it seem like they're bigger than they actually are. Yeah. But I mean, lions are huge. You know? They really are. When you see they, them in person, like, they really are big heads. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're huge, powerful animals. They will kill you like like killing machines. Yep. Especially if they do something. But at least lions. I don't think lions kill a lot for like sport. But I, I believe I think tigers do. Just toying with their prey. Yeah, like just they will kill for like sport. Interesting. I know leopard seals do that sometimes. Oh, um, I know killer whales do too. Yeah, killer whales are just advanced dolphins. They're too smart for for everything else in the ocean. Yeah. yeah. It's not fair to the rest of the ocean. Like it really is not. <laughs> it really is not. But anyway, I think this has been a good one, right? Just yeah, yeah. laid back, chill, put a good half hour in. Yeah. All right. Back here conversations. I was distracted anyway. That's why you're kind of winning free for <laughs> just one goal. It's just the one goal, right? Yeah. So it's not like I'm crushing it. But anyway, some back air conversations. Thank you for listening. If you've come this far, as always, we like the amazing five star reviews we'll be getting from y'all. Thank you, and like keep it sure. coming. Keep it coming. Let's go. All right. Next time. Back air conversations. Yeah.